0: what's up soccer players on this episode of the soccer fitness experience we're going to be talking about the forward position so what you as a striker should know about being physically fit and what you should be doing in your training both in season and off season to optimize your abilities so I hope you guys enjoy the show let's start out very very basic will a six-pack help me as a soccer player logically why
1: pre-game meals are important if some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger.
0: Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro?
1: I'm hanging. I'm I'm, I'm there. Low, low, low. Lacking some energy. Oh, well, well, me so- too. It's like I just was doing some notes and the next thing you know, like hunger just strike out of nowhere. It's like I have a hole in my stomach You know, all my energy depleted. But oh, other than man. that, I'm good, man. That was some, what, catching the Champions League final. Um, Now I'm trying to figure out what Neymar is going to do now. Is he going to stay at PSG or is he going to go to Barcelona and join his mate Messi? Oh, join his mate Messi? Messi's about to be out, bro. <laughs> well, Messi's not leaving, bro. I guess the only uh, club, you know, imagine at his age, now he has to learn a different language, trying to learn a different lingo, adjust to a different culture at this age. Uh, I, I don't, I think, honestly, as, as where a, is as he a going? Barcelona fan. Where where he go? Manchester City, man. Manchester man- City. Manchester City? Yeah. Yo, imagine if, if Messi really come to um, the Premier League, right? the amount of money they'll be grossing. Um The broad for the broadcasting, you're just gonna be insane. Yeah, there'll be yeah. no point in watching La Liga anymore because Messi, Messi's in the everything's in the, the Premier League. Yeah, this money that they got in the prem, it's, yeah. it's getting yeah, ridiculous. You can cancel your being membership because um because <laughs> if Messi come to the to to the Premier League, oh my goodness, man, oh, fat man. contract, and you know they have the money to give him a a fatter contract than Barcelona they
0: they do and it wouldn't even like shake them which is the scary part you know that's that's the worst part about it yeah. but i mean it's it's going to be very interesting to see what all of these big time players do over the next like one or two months because i mean if i'm looking at psg that they need to have some changes because this model is just
1: unsus- like i just don't think their midfield is good enough right like I mean, who can you attract there? It's that's gonna produce. I mean, if you you attract Neymar and and Di Maria, who, I uh, granted Di Maria is a little bit older in age, but um, you know he's still he's still world class. You know the guy, you know won that champion. He singularly made created that opportunity to win that Champions League with Real Madrid before he got transferred. That's why I was shocked that he got transferred right after winning the Champions League with Real Madrid. You know, and they got Mbappe there. They got but other than that in the midfield, who else you got? Yeah, exactly my point. And well, you this what I mean, but you today, also you also can't afford like a bunch of superstar in the midfield, man. You're gonna run out of money. Neymar and Mbappe are already costing so much money. <laughs> They're like, who else like kind of, the game? He's another guy who who does his job. Um but no, that that didn't happen. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting, but
0: there's going to be a lot of changes. But uh, today, anyway, we're we're talking about the forward position, right? Striker, STCF, whatever you want to call the uh, the guys up front and scoring goals. If that is you, this episode is for you. Um, if you have a teammate who is a striker, this episode is for you. And if you are a center back who plays against strikers, this episode is for you. So. Um, pretty much is everyone involved, right? So we're going to talk about the physical demands of the striker position and what you as players should know about it. So that way when you're training on your own, um, both in-season and off-season, you can do what is best to optimize your game. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of the way we're going to approach this episode is there's kind of two types of strikers out there, right? Yeah,
1: two two physical attribute um, that that kind of like you know, dictate the way you play, whether you like it or not, because coaches are going to be like, nah, you're going to play this way <laughs> because, uh, you know, you're too big or you're too small. I guess there's no way.
0: Yeah, so we have the bigger, you know, um, back to the goal, hold up ball type of striker. So think of Olivier Giroud, um, D- Diego, Costa, uh, Diego Costa, Diego Costa. Another big one, um, Romelu Lukaku to an extent, Ibrahimovic. Like these guys, they're like, "Yo, center backs. I'm the same size as you, if not bigger." So if you want to have a battle of strength, power, like let's do that because I'm the same size as you. And when it comes to you know the the physical demands of that position, strength is going to be so key, right? Because you're you're not going to be just as agile or as fast as some of the players around you. So you have to make that up in other ways being strength and power.
1: Yeah. So I'm um, strength training in, in terms of getting a little bit of hypertrophy in, into the muscle and, and getting some strength is going to be vital during the off season and um, preseason. Not only from a, injury prevention standpoint, but from also from a performance standpoint, because uh, remember that reminds me of um, that game. um, And when, when Giga Costa was uh, playing for Chelsea (laughs) and yeah, like a 15 minute battle with Vince company, like battling for position. Now I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like you feel small. If you are in smaller stature as a center center back, you, you won't win that battle. He's gonna be able to um do some hold up play, ask for the ball and shield it and then turn and and shoot. Like as a as a striker, that's 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 your that's your job there if you if you have that physical attribute. You gotta be able to hold up the defender, ask for the ball, make a quick turn. Lukaku does that really well. Like he will he'll he'll ask for the ball, stay at an angle and shield Shield the center back from from the ball and then make a quick turn once you receive one touch quick turn and then take a shot. Like that's your job as a you know if you are a striker with that if you have that physical attribute. So strength and and power to to, to hold up your center back is gonna be very important.
0: Yeah, and, and also jumping power too, oh, right? Yeah. That that plays a big role because if you're let's say your your team plays a a 4-4-2 and you have like a big striker and a smaller one next to it if you guys are in possession of the ball and your fullbacks get the ball and they're looking to play across it's going to be to you like you are the target you might have a midfielder coming in to to help you out with that but you are the target and you are going to have to battle against the center backs not only on the ground but in the air too right? So you have to get higher than them off the ground. So jumping power is going to be very important for you. And a lot of that foundation is built through strength and conditioning.
1: The other thing that's going to be important too is, um, just like the center back acceleration in, in smaller places. Like if you're in a box and there's a, trying to like get like a quick, um, we talk about, um, like you, you're going to be shooting when you're that big man shooting power is going to be really, really important. So off the dribble, like that first step to get away from your man is going to be very, very important. So you need to develop that. So that acceleration in smaller space, that's going to be key. Oh yeah, for sure. That's, that's a given for, for most strikers too. But if you're a big man, you know you mean? not not all of them are like blazingly fast, but in terms of like long distance speed, but that acceleration in that that first three three, two yards, you need that. And if you're a shot. if
0: you're a big center forward, and let's say you're going up against a, a wing back or a fullback for whatever reason, if you can get that first two steps before your fullback does. All you have to do is win that initial battle and your body will do the rest, right? Because now that smaller fullback, they can't run around you because your chances are you're a little bit bigger than them. You can shield them off. It is now no longer a battle of speed because you weren't going to win that battle most likely. Right? So again, using the attributes that you do have your strength and your power to get that first few steps. And that will set up the rest of your run for you very well. Okay.
1: Now, what about the smaller guy? Smaller guy like I um, will say, Icardi, Lacazette. Um, Lacazette sometimes playing like a big man too, because I've oh, seen him try bit. to yeah. try to shield the ball and ask for like ask for the ball, and he's single-handedly fighting against the center back. Um, who else is small? That plays as um,
0: let's say someone like um, they often come in pairs, right? So That's we true. talked about Olivier Giroud, so his counterpart would be like Antoine Griezmann. So those smaller guys, um, Gabriel Jesus, another great example, Sergio Aguero.
1: Um, Sergio Aguero is one that comes to mind a lot for that position. For a guy like him, he's he's, he's short. If you look at his arms and his legs, he's got short arms and legs. But, man, that guy is deadly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you you look at him and we think of some of the qualities that we talked about before. um, Strong in the air, back to the goal. He doesn't really have much of that. He, no. His
1: skill set is almost Pace. completely different. Pace. Pace, agility, um, quick acceleration. And, of course, he's, he's a clinical finisher, but that's, that's, that's technique. We're talking about um, physical attribute. He's, 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 he's fast. Um, he's fast. He can kill you on a counterattack. I remember I was I used to play play with him in FIFA back when I used to play FIFA a lot. And I would set up my tactic for <laughs> counterattack. And then I would just throw a long ball to Aguero and bam, you know, couldn't catch me. Gone. Yeah, you're the worst type of FIFA Sterling is another but... guy too that, that, that has the same attribute. Though I don't know if Sterling is a forward or a midfielder. Like it's... Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's like a hybrid. He could do either, and
0: credit to him for having that skill set. But when, when you talk about these smaller forwards, again, speed, agility, pace. And when we say pace, it's not only those first 5 to 10 yards. No. It's maintaining your top speed for a distance of almost 30 to 40 yards, right? So yeah, you saw it a lot in the World Cup where Olivier Giroud receives the ball at like, let's say, halfway between his half and the goal, he holds off the ball while Griezmann's making a run. And on TV, it may look like, oh, his sprint is actually 20 meters. Well, no, before he actually got the ball, he did another 20 meters before that, right? And so he makes that run through, and the bigger striker often passes it up. Yeah. And he's able to maintain that speed over a distance of, let's say, 40 to 50 yards. So you also have to train for that.
1: Yeah, the other um, change of direction, too, has to be good with the ball and without the ball. Um, but the other thing that I usually see with uh, the smaller striker, depending on the tactic, too, but it, it's often with the smaller striker, um, the coach expects you to be involved in pressing the midfield. So a lot of time you see those guys don't stay in the box, like the big striker do. You know? They come around the midfield area to press and trying to get the ball back to create and i usually see the, the the small guys venture around the midfield a lot just to get the ball back and add some pressure
0: yeah so that means wh-
1: that means um your conditioning will <laughs> have to be impeccable yeah because those smaller guys when you think of
0: those strikers that let's say you're playing pickup um kind of just sit up top and don't do much and wait for the ball to come to them, like, nah, this does not work if you're this smaller, more technical build. If you play, for you, Diego Simeone,
1: you, you, you play for Diego Simeone, you you, you got to be, you have to have four lungs.
0: It's <laughs> a good way to put it. That's yeah. A way to put it.
1: It's amazing when, when players go there, the transformation, like, when Griezmann came, went there, like, his transformation over the course of, like, three years was phenomenal. Like, I couldn't tell if this guy was a striker or a midfielder. He was just doing so many off-the-ball work. Yeah, he's he's everywhere. But, yeah, it's it's very interesting
0: to see these these types of players evolve over time, too, right? Because I remember, like, a few years ago, we were going through an era where a lot of teams were using, like, a false nine. Mm -hmm. And no big striker. And now we're starting to see like big strikers come back just a little bit and even starting to see like more pairings and things like that. And this is, I think this is a great example of how the game is evolving because if you look back at the soccer research like 15, 20 years ago, players were either considered defenders, forwards, or midfielders. That's it. And now we're seeing these different types of strikers evolve
1: and seeing all this come about. It's very cool. You got hybrids involved too it's 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 pretty crazy uh but for conditioning purpose for conditioning um strikers um the the smaller statues strikers will have to do a lot of it's a lot of running a lot of um change of direction i feel because you you sometimes come to the midfield um a lot of positioning and movement like conditioning with the ball and without the ball too. It's a lot of time with strikers. Like a, <laughs> the the thing you do is it's quick faking, sh- going into a direction and going the other direction that involve changing change of direction, of course, and then adding shooting into your fitness drill because after you take somebody one on one, like you think, for example, like a guy like um, Coutinho who you know, get the ball on the wing and then just cut inside. You have to go past, like, at least three players and then make a shot. Like, in order to make that shot, like, your leg has to be really conditioned, not only just technique-wise, but after you take on, like, two or three players, you get gassed. So you 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 have to train for fitness in a way where there's there's got to be shooting at the end of, you know, that, that, that fitness drill. Or in yeah. in or in the fitness drill too, like
0: I mean, that's a good point because forwards at the end of the day, you look at the stats and you say goal scored. And if that Man. number is low, chances are you might be replaced. So it's it's important. That's true. That is
1: very true. And also um for um you we we talk about for the smaller stature guys, hypertrophy strength training is also going to be super important because as a smaller guys, you're going to have the ball a lot on your feet and you're going to get tackled injury. So building that resiliency during the preseason and off season is going to be very important into uh, longevity for the upcoming season. Yeah, for sure. So kind of in
0: summary, if you're this bigger striker, um, strength is going to be so key strength and power training, as well as your short distance agility and your short distance sprinting, because those are going to be key to getting those first few steps on any defender
1: you're coming across. All right. That's it. That's all we had for you guys. Um, soccer's starting soon, right? It's starting soon again. In the Premier I league.
0: think I, uh, Prem we got about maybe three weeks, but that, league earn, I think that's, they're that's, starting yeah. like next weekend. <laughs> what yeah yeah i mean because their season ended in what was it march so they they've had so much time off
1: so i think they're coming back yeah pretty soon man what do you i think there's gonna be a lot of injury well because it wasn't a really true off season. no yeah it's gonna be very interesting it wasn't interesting a true offseason yeah, yeah,
0: it's like guys. At the same like, time, these guys, players never have off seasons in the first place. So well,
1: no, no, like off season for professional players. Yeah, I mean, like the like elite, look, elite players, they don't really have off seasons. No, they don't. They don't. But um if you're looking at a guy like Kane, who put on weight during the pandemic, that's that was that's not supposed to happen in a professional football player off season.
0: Now, nah, but so you know. see what I mean. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah, we will. We will. It's gonna be really interesting.
1: All righty, folks. Don't forget to give us a seven star review. <laughs> I like that.
0: Five stars for the podcast. And one for me, one for you. Yes, sir.
1: All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.